Hi, I'm Ann Jensen coming to you from the East Coast of New Jersey. Hi, I'm Skylar West coming to you from the West Coast of Canada. We are two romance writers using our life experiences to break down and share with you all things romance. How you find your next book boyfriend, discovering genres and tropes, and looking at what works and why, and what doesn't work and why. Welcome back to Coast to Coast Romance. This week, we have the wonderful pleasure of interviewing Marin Smith, author and publisher extraordinaire. Welcome, guys. Nice well, to be here. Thank you very much for asking me. So glad to have you. Yeah, thanks uh, for taking the time out of your schedule. And we have some scripted questions, but please feel free to drift off on a tangent. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The tangent should present itself. First things first, for those people who don't know you and your wonderful books, tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm Marin Smith. I write under several pen names. Mostly what I write now seems to be Daddy Dom, BDSNM, adult romances with plots. I'm not the erotica side. I, I do have erotic scenes in my books, but for the most part, what I love to write is the fetish and the kink with, with a plot like any other book. I and inside really of that, of inside of all of, because I know you've written on many, many books. About a, um, I've at, at about 160 titles last time I counted. Wow. Now that Congratulations. includes the short stories. Whoa. That includes the short stories. And I think I've got about 60 of those. Wow. So, well, amazing. I'm bowing now. People can't see me, but I'm bowing, bowing to the, the book goddess. That's amazing. I've been doing it a long time, though. I've been doing it. Uh, my first few books were published when I was 17 in a magazine, Dagger of the Mind. I mean, I, I first started publishing with Blue Moon Books, Masquerade, back in 95. So I've been doing wow. this for, for a little bit. Wow. Right. Yeah. yeah. You have a lot of experience in the book industry, in the I've, romance genre, yeah, specifically. Over- well, yeah, up until about a couple months ago, I would have said, no, nah, I don't have very much experience. I've just been sort of <laughs> muddling along. And then it kind of hit me. Yeah, okay, 95, that's quite a few years from now. I've got a little bit of- You do. I, 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 know, I can navigate a little bit. Isn't you it can. amazing how you're like, wait, um, hold on, that's crap, I'm old. Like, you know, like you're like, oh- <laughs> When did that happen? No, it was like, I remember, you know, just something else. I was talking to a friend, you know, my best friend. And I was like, yeah, that was back in, what was that? um, 99, 98. And he was like, yeah, it was 98. And then I'm like, oh crap. We've known each other for over 20 years. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Time does fly. Especially when you're enjoying the journey. And I know from... Uh, the few times I've gotten to talk to with you live, Marin, and ask you questions, it's the way you tap into a topic and answer your questions that blows me away every single time I talk to you. And so hopefully it's, I remember how to do that. And we'll do yeah, that I think it's organic <laughs> with you. So I'm really excited that you're with us and able to share who you are and your work okay. and what you're working on. And now you're a publisher. I have a question for you. And you can answer this as a, a reader or a writer, your choice. But what is your favorite subgenre within the romance genre? I really love contemporary Western. I okay. don't get to write in it as often as I do, but I absorb everything that I read of it. I like paranormal a lot more than I like writing it. Um, <laughs> okay, you'll have to read Skylar West series then. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Uh, Wow. Most of what I write seems to be contemporary and I tend to go all over the map. I've been called a unicorn. Somebody said I was a unicorn because I could write whatever it is that's out there, which we found out was not quite true in the Dark Mafia, the the Dark Vows book that I released. <laughs> uh, I'm reading that ago. right now. Yeah. 
I loved writing the story. It was hard. Mm. It was hard for me. The, yeah, so you the, had to pull the story out. Uh, the dark aspect was hard for me to get into. Is I've mm-hmm. got a, a little bit of you know and you know depressive issues. I am medicated for depression, but that made that having to get into that headspace mm. with a man who is very dark in his right. thoughts and what he wants to do. And you have to remind, remember, you know, he's not really an anti-villain. He's a villain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anti-hero. Yeah. Those. Even villains love kittens. Even sure. villains love their mamas. Even yep. villains love their wives and their kids and things like that. I mean, if you're going, there's very, very few people out there that are actually 100% hardcore evil. So when you're writing a hero or an anti-hero or even a straight up villain, I like when they're mixed with believable human traits and make them sympathetic. Yeah. It can be terrible, but so that was a saving grace on it, but I don't do, I just don't do the dark very well. So would you say then that uh, as far as, as a writer goes, your regardless of the genre, the male POV is more of a lighthearted kind of, you like cowboys, more of a down to earth. Yep. I okay. Do. I really gotcha. Do. Caretaker. Yes. Yeah. The protector, the provider. My current one is a cop. Yeah. Because no, they I... got that. I mean, the cops that we want to know and love. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> that's what they are. They are the protectors. They are the ultimate protectors. So nice. Yeah. And, and Skylar and I have talked about this a lot. You know, one of the things that we try to remind people whenever we talk about romances, everything that we do, we understand that the real world's different. <laughs> yes. You know, we're looking for the the fantasy, the dream of whatever it is that we're reading about. So if it's a cowboy, I want it to be a dream cowboy or, you know, you or, know I biker or, you know, whatever. It's like, you don't yeah. want... The reality, because nobody wants to read about punchy middle-aged guys who, you know, like, you know, it's like, that's, that's not what we're Who drink too much beer? Yeah. 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 So. Oh, that's funny. No, reality adjacent is uh, Anne's term. That, you know, we're <laughs> we're writing reality adjacent stories here. So, with your publishing, I you're mostly focused on Daddy Dom, correct? Uh, no, with our publishing house, we go all over the spectrum in kinky. So oh, long as there's awesome. an element of kink into the books, we will take, oh, you know, we'll, we'll be more than happy to look at your story. Oh, okay. Um, that's great. With an eye towards publishing it. It doesn't all need to be daddy dom. That's just what I seem to be writing the most of these days mm-hmm. yeah. is the daddy dom stuff. But, and uh, what made you, I, I mean, I know as a publishing house, you have to focus. Like you can't, unless you have all the money in the world and all the staff in the world, which of course would be a dream. You yeah, have to I'm pick some sort of focus. I don't focus. quite have all that yet. Yeah. <laughs> you have to, you have to have some sort of focus. So what made you choose high heat kinky? Was it just it's what we write? It's what I've been writing. It's where my friends are, my author friends. It's where my readers are. And that just makes, you know, they say, write what you know. I've been Mm, writing since I was 17, like I said, lived the lifestyle. This is what I know. This is where my interests are. My romances have never in the history of ever not had an element of some kind of kink in it. (laughs) Kind of there with you. Kind of there with you. (laughs) Even even when I I was very younger, very much younger. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they always did. So mm-hmm. I just can't imagine doing it without having some level in there. Right. Um, Which makes sense. So you are marketing what you know as a writer and as an author friend in the industry. It yeah. just makes perfect sense. And it's a hot topic right now. Like it's 
it's selling very, very well. Yeah. It came bursting out of um, onto the scene with Fifty Shades of Grey. I mean, this stuff has been published before then, but Fifty Shades of Grey normalized it, whether you love the books or don't. It, it had amazing that's, marketing. That's right. And, and, it, um, and it got to the everyday reader. And it made it mainstream. It made it normal to have a little bit of kink in your romance. It opened um, the door. Yeah. So yeah, that's thank awesome. you very much. Yeah. Exactly. A.L. James. Yep. E.L. James. Okay. So favorite tropes you were talking about subgenres. So any particular trope, your favorite, like obviously you like the alpha man. I like alpha man. I'm not as fond of enemies to lovers because lovers, I don't like bickering. Right. <laughs> I mean, some if the bickering can be fun, if I'm writing humor, then I can write the bickering when it's right. just really there's When it's an actual ar- argument. for me to write. Mm-hmm. If I can throw humor into it, I'll, I'll do it in a heartbeat because those can be fun when it's funny. But for the most part, historical, I am not good at historical. Right. Uh, I enjoyed it. I used to read it all the time. Me too. But nope. for my, it's my readers don't look for it. So they, they never do very well. I just really enjoy con- mostly what I do is the contemporary these days. Sci-fi a little bit when I want something that's different because I am a variety girl. But do you like <laughs> anything like trapped alone in a by the weather or like, you know, the, yes. the kind I've, of I've like, done the trapped in by the weather. I have done fake romance, fake, fake relationship, yeah, which fake. to me is a lot of fun. Those, those are a lot of fun. Yes. Um, just you have anyone because that you... you've got the trappings, you got to throw them together. I mean, they're <laughs> stuck with one another and now they got to just make it work and you can have a whole lot of fun with that. So, yeah. I really so like do you have that. any that you don't like though? And it like ones that you, well, uh, you said enemies to lovers, not your, not your favorite thing, but is there any one that you're just not? Mafia for myself. I have to steer clear from the mafia because I have a very hard time. I understand the trope. I love to read the trope, Mm -hmm. but when I'm writing and I have to put myself emotionally in the place of the main character, uh, whoever is the one, it's very hard for me to get past the fact that these are people that hurt other people. Right. right. It's hard for me to get into this is fiction. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be awesome? I love John Wick. Mm. Could not write the John Wick character. Yeah, no, I understand right. that. This is an actual this is actually a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's it's hard for me to get past that. It, it, I, and and I, it, that's completely valid. I mean Well we live in a time where it. we romance bad guys, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah like and, John Wick isn't considered a bad guy. I don't think really like for oh, someone you, watching you it, but we know that he is. Assassin. Yeah. yeah. In his past. He is a bad guy. He was the Baba Yuk. He was the, he was the boogeyman. He yep. was the one that you called to get rid of the boogeyman. He yeah. killed people in yeah. his life. That was his thing. Yeah. But I, so, I think as writers, we all have something that like, we say that we can suspend our disbelief and you have written in many, many subgenres. So obviously they're not all exactly your thing but i think more there's just for as an author there's always something that we just can't write like i can't write cheating that's my i can read it i very rarely enjoy it but that's just one thing for me Uh, but there's other people who are like they'll eat that up they're like oh redemption arc you know he cheated and and then they had to work through it and i'm like no bye (laughs) yeah but yeah that's, that's interesting I find as a Skylar West author, I have taken these hard-lined genres, subgenres of romance, and redefined them for myself because there you go. at the end of the day, it all has to be, I don't want to say pretty. Anne says I'm the ultimate fantasy writer. <laughs> yes. 
nothing I write could really be real. But uh, <laughs> even my mafia stories are, he's not really in the mafia. He's trying to appease the mafia side of the family so he can run his legitimate empire. Right. Right. So he's not the guy that does the bad stuff, but he has to unfortunately deal with those people that do the bad stuff and how does he navigate that so that's in my series uh the sons of sicily that's exactly what happens and so that's what allowed me to dip into that subgenre without feeling like i had to compromise or dig into something that was dark i redefined it so uh, unfortunately being that type of writer people are going to overlook a lot of my work because they're going to have an assumption as to what it is mm-hmm. It's not yeah. evident. And and that's hard when you when you write into a dark subgenre when you wanna it's easier to pull dark readers into a light romance than it is to pull light readers into a dark romance. Right. Yeah, yeah um, very true. So. Now, question for you. When you write your stories, what comes first, the characters or the story? It's different per story. Really? I'm all over the map. The one that I'm currently writing now is for the Dirty Daddies 2021 anthology. Mm-hmm. I was watching a movie, an old movie called Double Jeopardy. I don't remember if you guys remember that movie, Ashley Judd. And- yep. Yeah. Yep. That dude I really like that I can never remember his name. <laughs> anyway, it got as far as she was released from prison and she was moved to her halfway house. And he is the parole officer at right. the halfway house. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden that gave me the entire story idea from... For the Dirty Daddies, just a girl with the parole officer who has to watch her. And then I was like, well, what if the parole officer is crooked? Mm -hmm. And what if the job that she is required to get puts her out on an illegal marijuana farm? And what if the person that she is being rescued by is the sheriff in this very small town who knows that things aren't quite right there and who is sort of starting to investigate things. But what would happen if she got close to him and she's this poor innocent girl who just wants to not go back to prison. And so I had her being pretty innocent from the start. It's called daddy's little convict. And it all came about from watching that movie that just that one conceptual idea of a girl who is stuck with a crooked parole officer and who's going to believe her. No matter nice. what happens, who's going to believe her? Awesome. That's awesome. So, yeah. But I other like times you just get ideas from anywhere. And sometimes it's it's usually an action and not a character that comes to me first. Me too. Yeah. Usually then... I, ha- I come across the, the character will define themselves as I'm writing it. Mm-hmm. But it's usually an action or a specific thing that needs to happen for me to get my stories. That's awesome. awesome. So what have you read? from a fan or a review perhaps that made you happy about a book or a series. Maybe you heard something or read something that kind of went, it was all you needed to hear to just make your day. Throw myself into a series or from something that I wrote? From something Uh, you wrote. Yeah. Did anything stand out? Or just a certain uh, type of thing you love when people say or notice about your books. I have stopped reading a lot of my reviews because it doesn't matter how many good ones you get. The ones that stick out in your head are the ones that were like, well, this sucked. It's like, (laughs) I was like, why, (laughs) why did it suck? The ones that I think I liked the most was the comments that actually mentioned me in the book that I wrote with Delta James read, because there were very, very, very few comments that acknowledged that I was one of the authors on that book, (laughs) which is awesome because I was in Delta James's series. 
Right. And that was her baby right from the start. And it was awesome. But that, that kind of made me feel better about having been in there because, you know, when you, you throw months into putting together a book and I was so proud of that book. I thought it was fantastic. Some of the best writing I've done, some of the best writing the Delta has done, but it didn't really do that great. And I was always been a little confused as to why. I don't know what we missed the mark on, but we missed interesting something. But it was one of the best that I think that we had each of us ever done. And to have a few people that went on there and acknowledged that this was different from what I normally did and that it was good helped to keep me going at that part Mm -hmm. rather than slide into that little funk about Oh, I never ever want to. Yeah. Yeah. Where you're, where you're just like, oh, no, I never ever want to do this again. <laughs> or, you know, it's it's hard when you're with when you're working on somebody else's mm-hmm. baby because yeah. you want to make so sure that you don't write outside of the parameters that that other person set for their self so, for themselves. And yeah, it's it's you don't want to compromise the vision. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. really don't. And you you want to make sure that your voices mesh really well. and. Mm-hmm. You want to have, have you done a lot of co-writing or no, not very often. I've had a mm-hmm. lot of people co-write uh, into my world, but it, I very rarely get to go out and co-write into somebody else's. Mm-hmm. And so it's, I know that I'm going to be doing another co-author with uh, Pepper North this okay. coming year. Right. Um, but I, I really kind of like getting invited when I'm doing to something else because it's happened so rarely. Um, it's awesome when it does happen though. It helps you just expand your, your range. Yes. hundred percent. And I think it also like I'm going through a growth spurt right now as a writer, because I'm writing under a second pen name for the first time. And there are definitely different aspects to that personality and who I'm becoming uh, friends with and who I identify with as other writers than I would as Skylar West. So I find it in a very intriguing process for sure. Yeah. What was the worst thing somebody said about your book that just made you angry where you're just like, really? <laughs> yeah. And then I talk about this from time to time because she hates it when people that only read 11 pages have an opinion. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't oh, even, I don't mind them having an opinion. You know, you can put DNF page 15, you can put DNF page, whatever. But when you write a three page review on those first 11 pages, I'm like, <laughs> really? Okay. You have way too much free time on your hands. Right. <laughs> Yeah, here's your laptop. Go ahead. If you want to do this, write a story. There you go. Much more positive. Yes. Um, the worst review, the one review that I think I've received that that made me the angriest in a very laughing kind of way, because I don't typically get angry at mm-hmm. things like this. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense to get angry. But this one was for the suffragettes. That was a story that I wrote a long time ago, early 2000s. And she was angry that I would take people in the feminist movement and involve them in a kink-related story that was more domestic discipline than anything else so that she was getting spanked by her hero. That's funny. And she said, you just set all of us back however many years because you <laughs> would write this story that was meant for women everywhere. And I'm like, okay, just stop right there. there. (laughs) My ancestors are the same as your ancestors. They both burned their bras. They both marched. They both went to jail. They were force fed in prison so that I could sit here and write this story in which a female character got spanked by her boyfriend. That's my right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I am going to hear me roar and I'm going to roar in a very kinky way. <laughs> yeah, and 
Yeah, it just it always amazes me when <laughs> that it's like you must be feminist in this way. Yeah. If you're a feminist, you must this, 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 and this. And I'm like, really? Because I'm pretty sure what feminine means, feminism means is I can do what I want. That's right. I have the freedom to be able to do it the way that I choose to do it, the way that feels right for me without having to take into account your preference and how you feel that this should be done for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I did not tie you to the bed, put your eyes open with toothpicks and make you read my book. So just, just don't. Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. All right. Well, that, that was actually good. That was quite spirited. Okay. So as a reader, you've already talked a little bit about this, Marin. You like to read stuff that you don't like to write, or you like to read stuff you haven't written a lot of yet. Like if you were going to write, if you could write anything. Not necessarily uh, romance, but just like if you could have the ability to write and the desire to write any genre, any I would go total horror. Ooh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, I would go total horror just because it is completely opposite. The rules are completely different. Can you imagine how freeing it would be just to kill everybody on the page? So- <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we're not just going horror. We're going like Cthulhu horror. We're going. Oh, there like, will be blood. There everyone be dies. Yes. <laughs> you know what's funny is I don't know if you guys have ever seen American Horror Story, but it is mm-hmm. got. I love it. And they came out with a spinoff series called American Horror Stories that is brand new, 2021. And I love both of them. And as I'm sitting there watching these, I'm like, you are a romance writer and you're you're like, you have nightmares. What's wrong with you? Why are you watching this? But I, I really love tapping into these dark elements uh, because most of it is crazy stuff like it's not you know it's supernatural mm-hmm. right so it's it, it's easier to swallow we, we talk a lot about wrappings that's an easy wrapping mm-hmm. for me to swallow but it's so well done yeah and but, when i watch it i feel the same way it's like i wish i could write this stuff because it's so cool for me it was funny i think that horror and horror stories and everything like that proved to me that i was a writer like I, because what would happen was like, my friends would put on a horror movie or they would, or, you know, they would talk about a horror book or I would read, you know, one of Stephen King's book. I wasn't scared of the movie or the book or the whatever that, like, I didn't get that thrill when I read it, but what would happen is I would close my eyes at night and I would be like, oh, but what if this had happened? <laughs> and, and like, I'd wake up in like a cold sweat and like, it, <laughs> like I took it in a whole worse direction and I'm like... And people are like, well, why don't you write that? I said, because I'll never sleep again. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I can't allow my brain to go down those what ifs. I need my brain to go down the what if a hot ex special forces guy shows up and sleeps me off my feet. I can sleep beautifully with those thoughts. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> that's true. I can that's dream about point. that. I can, I can, I can go down those paths. But yeah, no, it's. I I think those were the first hints to me that I had a writer trapped inside. So, all right. One question that wasn't on the list, but I did want to ask you was, what's one thing about you that people probably don't know, but is, you know, doesn't necessarily have to do with writing, but it's something interesting that. One thing about me that people might not know, I'm very, very hard to offend. I am very, very hard to offend. I'm hard to get angry. I'm very easy to approach. I'm not scary at all. I promise. I I get a lot of, I'm so scared to go up and talk to her. Would you introduce me to Marin Smith? Just come on. on Wow. That's interesting. You're so warm and welcoming. I never would have 
thought that you were anything. Apparently, but... I scare a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> you just I, you just I don't have know these how secrets. I'm doing that. I, I'd okay, stop but if I knew. To be fair, the first time I met you, you were in a pool, so you know. Oh. <laughs> With Ray? <laughs> I could have a jaded viewpoint here. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's awesome. So as an author, I know you've alluded to a few things, but are you working on anything specific? Um, well, always. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, um, we, we talked about the, the anthology for 2021. Anthology. Yeah, um, I've got the... I've got Daddy's Little Convict, which is going in the DD&D. I've got... I can't even talk about a couple of them, but I've got one that's coming up at the beginning of next year that I'm very, very excited about. It's it's also going to be an anthology. I think there's like 10 of us that are going to be in it. And it's it'll be a contemporary kind of paranormal-ish. And I can't say anything about it, but I'm really looking forward to it. I, I got <laughs> such a bad oh, boy. So really what you need to tell is everybody is your tease. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very sorry. I'm trying to think that if I could... But I can't really because the last thing you you know that you want to do is announce a project beforehand, right? And then because yeah. then somebody else will come up with it. Said that's a really great idea. We should do that too. The next thing you know, there's two of them at the same time coming out at the same mm, yeah area. No, that's and, totally acceptable. Yeah. Okay. So how about um as a publisher, or is there anything specifically that you're looking at putting out in the next couple weeks or want to put out? Oh, we are redoing some of Eden Bradley's books that are, I'm very excited about. They're beautiful stories. They didn't quite do very well at the time that they were released, which can be because of the marketing wasn't quite right. Right. Uh, the title wasn't correct for the genre or the blurb wasn't correct for the genre or the cover wasn't correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I understand that Skylar West has a problem with all those things. <laughs> yeah. You know, cause you've got a very small chance to hook a reader. Yes. And if you can't hook it on the cover, they'll never read the blurb. If you can't hook it on the blurb. It's over. It's over. Yeah. So when you miss both those marks, you can, a good story can languish. And we're looking at some of the, her San Francisco Dom series. Oh, nice. Um, and looking at re-releasing those and rebranding them and getting her back up into the public eye now after her illness. And and yeah, I'm really happy about those. I'm happy about just the fact that we were able to start a publishing house oh. and now have people that have an option if they can't go to SNP, which is a fantastic publishing house. It really mm-hmm. is. But they've got a very small window that they're currently going for in a very small niche market. And if you don't write in that small niche market, mm-hmm. I wanted to be able to provide an honest publishing house that people could turn to. Right now, I don't want to say that Daddy Doms, <laughs> but I've got several of them up there and it's hard not to preferential them just simply because <laughs> I enjoy them so much. And I love being able to read what other people do because it helps refresh me. Mm-hmm. Like the words that they use or the actions that they use, it's a constant refreshing. And it's why readers or writers should read. Mm-hmm. I've got a brand new one from Morgana Williams and Jack Crosby, which is coming out, which is a very fun concept. And I wish I could say things about that one too, but it's a mafia undertaker sort of story to it. And I can't wait for that one to hit the markets. That one, I just love the reading, the writing style between the two of them. And that's they did awesome. a fantastic job. They really did a fantastic job. I can't think of too awful much. 
mostly what we've got because we've we're so new and we've just started and although we've got projects over the next three months um it's hard to know what you can talk about (laughs) and what you can't just yet all right well what we'll do is we will get all of your links and we will put them up in the show notes so that people can look on your page to see what's coming out and by the time this comes out some of those things may already be some of your secrets may already be revealed but i want to thank you very much for coming on on the show today thank you thank you very much Thank you very much for having me, both of you. Oh, it was an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Marin. Thank you for listening to Coast to Coast Romance. I'm Ann Jensen. And I'm Skylar West. If you'd like to contact either of us, our links are located in the show notes. Have a great week. Thanks so much for joining us.